the horse racing come to Jesus moment slash Saratoga Thursday late pick five edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And, folks, as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm here. I got my Cuban link on. Yes, Cuban B. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. Welcome to the show. Uh, I I guess uh, since I didn't catch everyone, uh, yesterday or two days ago, depending on when you listen to this, uh, it's a new month, new month for handy. And what those young men from Cleveland who had a dream taught us. So it feels good to go out, get your money during the first part of the month. That's what we're going to try to do. We're going to take a look at Thursday. Saratoga late pick five. I got to tell you, I uh, I missed the early pick five by a literal nose uh, today. It was unfortunate. It was very unfortunate. Um, it happens. It's happened before and it will happen again. Oh, even though I had a pretty good day seeing the ball. Well, I will say um, so. Before we really get into the pick, uh, pick five for the Thursday Saratoga card, we just have to talk about the Jim Dandy. Let's let's talk about the Jim Jim Dandy here. I, th- I think there's a lot to unpack here uh, with the stewards' decision not to DQ Forte and Irad after making contact with Angel of Empire and Saudi Crown deep in the stretch just to get up by a nose. Before we get into the actual rubbing that happened, you know the mm. let's think of the composition of the race the race shape how it played out saudi crown was the lone speed for trainer brad cox angel of empire and hit show were both going to be off the pace since they both have close to the same run style they were all going to be running around in the same pace uh did we forget that angel of empire and forte uh that angel of empire and a uh, hit show also trained by Brad Cox. That's right. We had, I think, a five-horse race with six, or sorry, 60% of the field trained by one trainer. And that man was not Chad Brown. Typically, we get stakes races where half the entries are Chad Brown, but nope. This one was airtighted by Cox. Got to be aware. The most dangerous Cox are always the Cox you don't see. I know they have different connections, etc., and the understanding is a gentleman's handshake sort of thing that, that when you're running in these stakes races where you can't be a coupled and single betting entity that every horse is giving it the old capitalism try and doing what they can do to win the race, regardless of stable mates uh, and instructions. Uh, but it's human nature here. If you have a chance to win hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, and, and you already have the advantage by being in control of 60% of the field, I'm sure you think you can get things negotiated between your your connections and your jockeys to kind of orchestrate how things are going to go. 
And it seemed to me that the instructions might have been for Angel of Empire and Hit Show uh, to be there to basically kind of pester Forte and, and just kind of say, okay, do your best, but hound this Forte character while you do it. So that's, that's the, you know, that's the anthropological logical look at it. Now let's find, let's talk about some bumping. Angel of Empire was doing a hell of a job doing what I think uh, he was there to do. And which is have Forte hemmed in on the rail. So Irad, knowing that Angel of Empire wasn't there to, to win, just pin, uh, made an aggressive move, and he put himself in a competitive position to win. And yeah, good for you. Yeah, you did. I mean, we bitch about passive jo- jockey colonies. There's something to be said uh, about a jockey getting aggressive within the, the, you know, the constraints of safety. That should be considered something Irad forgets sometimes. But here's the deal. It's still a foul. No matter the intentions of, of who you fouled, it was a foul. He even bumped Saudi crown at the wire, you know, and he wasn't, he wasn't trying to, you know, bully Irad off of, off of closing. He, he was just holding on for dear life. And, you know, Saudi crown was just breathing fire at that point. So this shouldn't have been that tough of a decision, but there's a reason people call it Nyrad. I don't have the stats, but I have a shit ton of anecdotal evidence that when Irad fucks up, he's never punished. That's my perception. I'm not alone in this perception. This is not a, a hot take by any means. While I know I'm normally all like, fuck Irad. But honestly, I, I think between these short fields stacked with adversaries, you know, from one trainer, Irad's a little bit of a victim of circumstance and also a little bit of a, a victim of his, uh, his own a uh, little tiny large for a jockey balls, I guess I'll say. Uh, so once again, I, I think my feelings can be summed up just by simply saying to horse racing in general, just tighten the shit up, man. That's what I need. I need you all to tighten it up. I don't need one more training accidents. I don't want any more controversial calls. I want everyone to be on their P's and Q's. It is Saratoga and Delmar. People are watching. God damn it. So that's it. Tighten this shit up. Speaking of tight, see what I did there? Talk to you about the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. It's the perfect thing for the the hardcore D-Gen. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, uh, the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast an ad-free uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being degens there's even a discord channel just for the patrons the sports gambling podcast has and will give out all their picks for free the patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate corporate gambling sports gambling podcast.com slash patreon patreon that's sports gambling podcast.com slash patreon you know what i like about patreon is that it sounds like a a cool mythical uh, Greek uh, beast, I suppose. And lo, Patreon did step from the woods. I'm going to step out of the woods of my own mind to get down to business. And that business is the Saratoga Thursday late pick six kicks off in race six. And that's tomorrow, Thursday, 
August 3rd, 2023. Uh, post time for race six, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. God's time. And it includes the grade two, $250,000 Glens Falls stakes. Uh, Mark Capitan would be upset with me if I didn't point out multiple Glens, multiple falls, uh, which is on the inner turf and it's in race nine. So let's go ahead. Let's jump into, let's look at race six. It's five and a half furlongs, $83,000 maiden special weight. And it is on the melon turf. I fully condone spreading in this maiden race on the turf. There's a lot of first timers and I don't have my, my typical summer crutch yet. The works reports out. Uh, so I, you know, I'm just kind of going with my gut, going with some sires I like. Uh, my top pick is going to be the three Destiny Star at four, two, one. Let me make sure I got that number right because I messed it up earlier. I might just be perpetuating it. I'm trying to break the cycle, folks. That's why I'm going to make you listen to me as I try to figure out if I lied to you or not about this horse's number. We are in the website. Enhance. 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 Oh, I don't want to pop a bad. Maybe instead I'll just talk you all through my frustrations of uh, being an old person using the internet, apparently. Uh, either way, the horse's name, for the record, uh, is Destiny Star. Uh, it's four to one, and I'm a big fan of the sire here, Catholic Boy. Uh, during Catholic Boy's racing career, if you don't remember him, uh, multiple graded stakes wins on dirt and turf, including the Rimson, including, oh, you know, the Travers. Got a lot of guts, got a lot of versatility. Hope that that is handed down to his progeny. I think it might be because they seem to be, uh, first crop seems to be fairly precocious so far. Uh, seem to be winning at a pretty good clip. Uh, I'm also going to be using the four uh, stuck on you. I'm still going to make sure I'm not way off on these numbers. I think I got it right. Yeah, I got it right. Okay. Uh, the four stuck on you eight to one. Uh, it has some racing experience for West Ward. Uh, I might drop this one from the ticket if it's too heavily bet because if it's five and a half furlongs on the turf at Saratoga, it's usually West Ward who gets the money. Uh, I'm also going to use uh, six Shorzy at eight to one. It was only a matter of time till this one. This was a horse name. Uh, this one comes off a trouble trip last out. Could be a player with a with a better gate break. Uh, the nine Leslie's loot at six to one. Flash early speed last out, so could maybe walk away with uh, one if the endurance is built up. And she's uh, speed of speed today. And then the one cozy Colby at five to two. I get the the bonus of the coupled one a if it stays in. And this one has the most race experience and returns after back to back trouble trips uh, at the gate for Mark Cassie. So. Leg one, race six, we went with the top pick, the three, Destiny Star, the four, Stuck on You, the six, Shorzy, the nine, Leslie's Loot, and the one, Cozy Colby. All right. Moving on, race seven, it's a six and a half for a long, $45,000, non-winners of two somethings. Uh, optional claimer. And on the dirt track today, I seemed to pick up on a little something, which was that it seemed like the in the front stretch, the rail slash very, very inside one to two paths, like the rail skimming path, and then the one just right off of that horse's hip. Those horses seem to be carrying a little bit further. They're the ones that seem to be maybe beat and kind of resurge a little bit. 
Uh, and I think it's just in the in the the front stretch. So it seems to be like the horses that can make that swoop move, kind of that Oaklawn swoop, there it is, and then cut over to the rail, are the ones that are going to benefit. Uh, so I tried to keep that in mind. Uh, and I put together the top pick of the four uh, in race seven. I'm having a moment at five to two. I almost singled this horse, but it's I feel like it's entered in what just seems like a, a curious spot. Uh, I think it wins, but something maybe doesn't smell right here. So buyer beware. Uh, this one won last out at an $80,000 New York bread allowance at Belmont. It makes the drop down to optional claiming also New York bread, albeit without a tag. They've done the move before, but if I get burned here, that this is why it's, it seems like it's like a dump move on the horse uh, should be stalking right off the early pace and have a clear shot at the, the turn to swoop to the rail. I'm also using the six security code at seven to two. Uh, this one is another stalker that, that could make its move and, and then get over uh, to the rail. And if that happens, I mean, it's an experienced horse with tons of back class and Serp Serpy is actually Philip Serpy. The trainer is actually sneaky, good in allowances. Uh, I'm also going to use in the seven tep temperamental. So yeah, I'm using some defensive bees here. Uh, even though I should have singled this shock, I can't make myself do it. Uh, but temperamental seven at six to one, it's the other wide stalker that, you know, is going to get pretty much the same trip as, as the six. Um, should be just one flight back of our, our top pick, the four I'm having a moment, uh, and the pace setting five. Uh, if it's good, you know, the horse is good enough to win, uh, and some scratches to the inside would, would sure help here, uh, be able to move it a little bit closer in so it doesn't have to stock from quite as wide. So, race two in the sequence, race seven on the card, we were three deep. Using the four, I'm having a moment at five to two, the six security code at seven to two, and the seven temperamental at six to one. Here we go. Plugging along. Race eight. Eight furlongs. 62,000 and a half thousand dollar new N2X optional claiming. And it's one mile from the old Wilton shoot. The old Wilt Chamber Lane. Oof. Don't worry, I will kick my own ass or pay. Uh, my wife to do it for me. Uh, just quick poll of the room here. Who else thinks that these races at this distance are just fucking weird? Like the British like some unique track configurations. Sure. But uh, I think they would turn their noses up to that. It's that weird. Uh, it seems to be pretty fair to the pace, but maybe a touch exaggerated to whatever the track is favoring on any day. If it rains, it pours with the Wilton. I guess what I'm saying is if it looks like speed is really carrying in these other distances that I think it's really going to carry on the Wilton. Same thing with closers being able to get there. Um, we'll see an exaggerated pace scenario to go with whatever the track has going uh, for, for tomorrow, because if no one tackles pipeline uh, for uh, Chad Brown early, then it's a classic case, a horse loose on the front. I'm actually so certain that this one gets loose that, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, yes, I'm, yes, I'm saying it. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now I don't necessarily want to mingle, but here's the deal. Uh, if I've got a three to five shot here, you either have to single that horse or take everyone else. 
Like it doesn't make sense to to put money through this horse if you're still trying to beat it. Like there's going to be so much money through it, and there's so, have such a contrarian opinion. This one, add, I mean, yes, you'll have the winner, but you're going to like inflate your ticket price by adding other horses that you know probably won't win uh, when you should have just trusted your gut with a single. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing um, it. Yes, I'm. I'm saying I, I want a mingle. You want a me in the wilt in the wilt shoot singling the two pipeline. Whew. I got it, man. You know, I'm I'm worn out. I feel like a like one of those guys that's like a walk-on, a gym rat, just you know, a real underdog, which is actually probably why I really like underdog fantasy. It's very it's got underdog in the name. The NFL season's right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests, and of course, sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where the first place gets $3 million. That's right, you heard me right, $3 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN. For a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. That's Sam Golf Papa November. All right. We are back into it. We just finished up race eight from the old Willie shoot, shoot, shoot. Oof. Don't tell anyone I ever said that. Race nine, the penultimate leg. It's the penultimate, but there are multiple glens and there are multiple falls. For the 12 furlong, $250,000 Glens Falls Stakes. It's a grade two. It's on that inner turf. The, the older mayor turf marathon division just has some, some real stars. And a personal favorite of mine is Warlike Goddess in here for Bill Mott. You have Chad Brown with the pair, McCulloch and Virginia Joy. And then somebody named Lawrence W. Smith ships in a horse trying turf for the first time out of Penn National. That could be the lone early speed in this race. So regular Thursday. I guess uh, top pick is going to be the three amazing grace at five to one. I love warlike goddess love, love, love this horse, but I feel like she might be up against it for one. We've got dose chads um, dose El Chados. Remember uh, that, that first, you know, however earlier in the pod thing, uh, what I said about multiple entries there. Yeah. That, you always have to think that they could be working together. Uh, Amazing Grace appears to be rounding into form despite the two straight fourth place efforts. I think Clement might have this one cranked to, to face, you know, the big horses again. And honestly, the switch to Gaffleyon might actually be a jock upgrade with the way that uh, Irad was riding earlier in the meet. Uh, I'm also using two other horses because if I'm going to toss Warlike Goddess and I've bought myself a little bit of you know, a little bit of room to, to add on, to put a little like sunroom or rumpus room on the back of this here ticket. Um, it's either a sing, you know, either single it or toss it. I toss it. And I'm also using the two Virginia joy at eight to one. It's the other Chad. Yeah. I've hit a couple big prices so far this meet, just using this and these turf stakes. Uh, and sometimes it's not just the other Chad. It's the other, other Chad or the other, 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 other Chad. Yeah, I've hit both of those scenarios, and they're both at least six to one. Um, I'll be using just the conventional other Chad, not like the the outcast forever, forever, ever sort of thing. 
the other, the other, other, the other, other. Um, so I'll be using Virginia Joy there. I mean, the horse is in great shape. Both of these horses are in great shape. Warlike Goddess uh, kind of seemed to tail off a little bit after the BC turf uh, last year. Virginia Joy comes in off a long layoff. Uh, I mean, Peter Brandt horse, so you know he'll be in his finest of linens. I always think that Peter Brandt dresses like uh, Dr. whatever his name is, uh, the guy who replicates Dino DNA and creates Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, I would just fully expect him to have a cane with Amber and a mosquito and just be like, this, this horse brought to you by Dino DNA. Um, so I'm sticking to those three, those two horses, Amazing Grace, two, sorry, the three Amazing Grace, the two Virginia Joy. And let's wrap it up. Let's try to win some generational wealth here with a, a couple of bombers. Just, uh, you know, things that let you utter statements like this. Hey, 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 don't rub on that. You blocked that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You blocked that shit. You don't rub on Put the club soda on there. That's right. That Put that club soda on my alpaca money. Nothing says opulence excess like a five and a half furlong forty thousand dollar new york bread made in claim race to close it on the melon turf i mean it's a big field of new york bread claimers and it's hard to take anything meaningful from a lot of these you know running lines so i'm going to lean into some angles i like with maidens and then bingo bango hold on to your butts First, I'm going to use the two whiskey and wine eight to wine Shug mcgahee horse all sorts of gate trouble uh, and this horse packed it in adds blinks for the rest, uh, you know, for the, for the first time and is, you know, and I'm keying in on that equipment change. If this horse breaks poorly with the blinks, I'm just done with that horse gate problems stick around. Then I'm also going to use the four spoofy or spoofy. However you prefer to, you don't have to yell it like, you know, like the never used catcher on a minor league baseball bench. That's my bad. Spoofy, 15 to 1. Uh, the Lord addeth blinkers and Lord taketh blinks away. Uh, another one with a bit of trouble last out. Oh, and I love Ricardo Santana Jr. on this kind of mount. Don't think he just right. He full send Ricardo uh, with the blinks off. So we get another equipment change. Then I'm going to use the, the, uh, the six here. Uh, the horse uh, named for the cartel for which uh, El Chapo uh rose to power sinaloa at five to two i'm not leaving linda off of this ticket or any ticket right now for that matter uh plus adds the blinks and adds an irad um and then last but not least the eight p money at 12 to one got the ultimate equipment change uh big just pour one out for uh, p money's balls uh made him say oh my balls are gone um also please don't tell anyone that i said that shit uh but yeah uh love the first time gelding angle it works there's a little bit of a blowout coming back but at least that makes me think that the horse is focused so that's going to do it for that leg two four six eight that's going to do it for the late pick five let me recap this ticket for you starting off in race six we went five deep with the one the three the four the six and the nine, the top pick there was the three Destiny Star at five to one. Uh, leg two, uh, we went the four, the six, and the seven. Uh, top pick there was the uh, I'm having a moment, but I feel I, I'm having a moment of, of skepticism uh, about I'm having a moment, but it was the top pick. 
then next. Now the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? It's because we bring the pipeline. Uh, we lay that pipeline on the ticket. That's right. We are taking number two pipeline as a single in the third leg. Uh, fourth leg, we're using uh, the three Amazing Grace as a top pick and the two Virginia Joy, the other Chad. And we're wrapping it up with all sorts of equipment changes, some of them anatomical, some of them just leathery. Uh, the two Whiskey and Wine, eight to one. The four Spoofy at 15 to one. The six Sinaloa at five to two. And the eight P Money at 12 to one. That's a $60 ticket at a 50 cent base. Hey, what else are you going to do for like three hours of fun? That's it. Look at that. Look at me just powering through these things. Guys, don't worry. You won't have to listen to just me talk for the duration of a show. Uh, I got uh, someone joining me tomorrow. You might remember him from uh, other shows that he's been on, specifically this one. Mr. Daniel Cole Young, he's coming in to talk a little bit of Delmar. We're going to take a look at that entire Delmar card. Also probably going to preview the Saratoga Stakes. And then Friday, I don't know. I'm just going to see how the wind hits me in the morning. That's when I'll come up with what we're going to do. Or I'll come up with something to tell you tomorrow. That's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We will catch you next time. 